Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Madison Square Gardens. This is the Gridiron Crew. It's nearly New Year. Let's get ready to fumble. Magnificent. Those were the dulcet tones of Brian Donlin there. Welcome to the preview podcast of the Gridiron Crew podcast. I'm the host this week, Danny McVeigh. I'm a late-minute substitute for Keith. But, as ever, we are here to bring you all the news, the previews of Week 17 in the round the NFL. I am joined by two, possibly three. We'll see what time he, if he actually escapes Castle Milk alive or not. That's 50-50 at the minute. But we are, we are joined today with Brian Donlin. How are you doing, Brian? I'm doing fantastic. I've, I've cracked the I've, I've cracked the bellies open. Well, that wonderful that wonderful time of the year where no one's entirely sure what day it is. It's acceptable to drink at like seven o'clock in the morning. Uh, ex- not even ex- acceptable, expected. Uh, I am foot- I'm with you there, mate. I'm with you there. <laughs> there's football on. My team's been pumped out of the playoffs, but that's not exactly news. Um, so aye, all is well, all is well in the house of Donlin, mate. Good man, good man. Well, obviously, you've not been on. Uh, since Christmas, so come on, tell us, did you get any good swag? I see you're rocking well, a nice, it looks a nice crisp white shirt there with a wee Browns helmet on it. So Is can, that straight from Santa's sack? As we can see, straight from uh, straight for Santa's sack, got a fantastic Browns uh, polo on. It was, uh, to be honest, it was my only bit of um, NFL merch this Christmas, but it was very, very much appreciated. Uh, as, as I was saying to you boys before we came on, this is me ready to take over the, the offensive play calling duties for Stefanski next season. Because to be fair, I can't have it all that much worse. Oh, it sounds like somebody's in the hot seat there. Oh, it, do you know what? He'll get another year. He'll, he'll get a year. Joe Woods should not get another day. Um, he should be a casualty of Black Monday. Uh, but Stefanski's definitely going to get another year. Best thing they can do, but let him let him just be head coach. Get him something to do the offensive play call. And somebody who understands that, you know, when you're third and one, there's this massive unit of a man called Nicholas, not Claus, but Trump, who can charge through people and don't try and ask, like, you know, stunning quarterbacks like Jacoby Brissett to throw 40 yard wonder passes on third and one. I think we should do a whole Browns episode. Just because, <laughs> why Berating, not? Breaking the Browns. Exactly. So, Nicholas Chubb. I love it. So, <laughs> so. Hey, I've not introduced you yet, Smudger. Right, okay, introducing next then uh, is Craig Smith, all the way from the Bonnie Banks of, well, Hamilton. But <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, mate? Scheme. Aye, I'm, I'm good, mate, I'm good. It's been, it's been a while. I've not spoken to you since... Uh, Tuesday's podcast. <laughs> oh, don't I did oh. a podcast on Tuesday. We, ah. we did. Oh. We did, mate. I know. Two days. It's uh, it's been a while. Um, yeah, I was a super sub on Tuesday, back in on Thursday. But yeah, uh, I am I am brilliant. I've uh, Brian inspired me to to open the Bailey's bottle as well. Excellent. Again, it's that time. It's it's like the only time of year that you think you buy a bottle of it, and then I've got uh, I've got last night's uh, cheese board out as well. Uh, I had some uh, char- charcuterie. Oh, like char- are we charcuterie? I had, had a charcuterie earlier. Very nice. I'm an uncultured swine and I only like the meat on it. So, like, all of the lovely cheese and stuff that was there, I left and just ate just bits of ham. 
Are you boys have <laughs> changed. You boys have changed. One for Hammer and one for were you for Cardonald or something like that? Uh, I, 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 I am from Sunny Bodied, which is obviously <laughs> obviously far nicer than Cardonald if you in, enjoy stabbings. Uh, no, no, that's not to be much a good name of bad head, as, as you call it on a Sunday. Uh, and you're talking about what was that? A chart? Sure, sure. Uh, to be fair, in, in bad heads you get that as well, except it's you don't get like you know, nice serrano ham, you get corned beef, uh, <laughs> a pack of wafer thin ham, <laughs> a wafer, honey roast, honey, honey roast. <laughs> since nice it's Christmas. There you go, that. You some of those, those uh, oh, oh, uh, teddy bear ham, if you're oh, feeling, you're feeling oh, flash, lunch oh, hey. on meat, a bit of billy bear meat. I, I, won't be, I won't be having chopped pork being besmirched either. <laughs> We've well, seen you're a Rangers fan talking about Billy Bear meter. <laughs> Absolutely, mate. <laughs> uh, aye, as I was saying, studs might join us at some point in the line. Who knows if he makes it alive for Castle Milk? That's bigger, a topic of Billy Bears. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. Bigger and stronger men than him have failed. So we'll see if we'll see if he pops in. But if he does, if I'll be fine. Right. We're going to kick off our usual kickoff question and since it is the last podcast of the year, I'm looking for your 2022 highlights so far, right? So, who wants to go first? Me. Who's, or off. Me, I'm That enough. enthusiasm. <laughs> I dig it, Brian. Right, you should tell me right. which are highlights of the year. Right, serious highlight first. Uh, as much as I was just slagging him off, actually. Jacoby Brissett. Aram Havram is my highlight of the year. He wildly um, outperformed expectations. Uh, if the world was just... He would not have been benched for Watson. Um, we were, you know, don't know, we were doing amazing, but the offense was doing well. All the problems in the Browns were on defense until we dropped Jacoby. And to be fair, when you're paying a alleged sexual predator uh, a quarter of a billion dollars, uh, you kind of need to play him, or it's seen as a bit of a wasted investment. Um, Andrew plays with the Browns. <laughs> oh, sorry, no, no. sorry, the he's other a, one you meant. Oh, come on now, he's the kit man. Uh, he's, he's a perfect perfect person to be the kit man so he doesn't sweat um, <laughs> so yeah no but yeah I'm putting, I'm putting Jacoby in there you know I mean all the metrics and stuff had Jacoby looking really really good he was expected to do little you know expectations were nil and he wildly overperformed um, so no I'm having it for Jacoby um, my, 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 the, the highlight of the year that I'm just this is why I'm so keen because I don't want anybody else to steal it out for under me a funny highlight of the year there is only one and it has to be the butt fumble now, very particularly though, that one angle of the butt fumble where you see the ball bounce off his back end and it ripples. And you had just like super slow-mo, just wibble of arse streak. And it is the butt punt. I'm just going oh, to you know. Uh, see, yeah, butts. Bye, butt punt. Um, butt punt, Miami game, where it literally hits his, his, block, his block on the back end and it actually ripples. So there you go. That's my, my highlights of the year. That was tremendous, wasn't it? That was, yeah. It was it was the rippling, telling you. <laughs> he hit it <laughs> that hard. It was a wob, 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 wob. It's like episode of The Simpsons, isn't it? I think there's a little Homer jiggles his belly and they're all like, it's so <laughs> hypnotic. hypnotic. <laughs> it's like <a> <laughs> Right, Smudger, what about you, my man? Oh, so many highlights this year, mate. Honestly, uh, I don't know where to start, but I've got to include 
Kirk Thuggins on a plane in his chains. <laughs> Justin Jefferson's just entire season. I've got to also a shout out as a Vikes fan, you know, biggest comeback in NFL history as a highlight. The Bills game, the end to that as a highlight. Um, and the funniest thing or most amusing thing, probably like the, the start of the Packers season. Um, was well, and, and then the middle of the Packers absolutely, season, yeah, and then the current state of the Packers season, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was it was pretty hysterical to be honest. I thoroughly enjoyed uh, winding Liam up every time he came on the pod as we discussed how bad the cheese was getting every week. So uh, yeah, as as far as I'm concerned, yeah, the NFC North delivered on both fronts, both uh, exceptional football and absolutely terrible football. Surely, surely the highlight of the season for you is whoever sells you your like heart rate medicine. Surely, as a yes. fan, you have went through like I'm. I'm thinking you must just have a room in your house full of discarded heart monitors because they're just all <laughs> broken from overuse. They're yeah. just just shooting angina medicine like shots. <laughs> this is true. No, it's it's been yeah a season of ups ups and downs. Every emotion, um, absolutely, mate. Yeah, as 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 a Vikes fan, yeah, the 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 the, the heart rate, the, the the tickers taking a wee bit of a a, a beating, <laughs> even when the the refs screwed us against you. But we'll not bring that back up again, you know. Is that, is that you being bitter, Danny? Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. I am bitter. We had our fair share of grief from from refs this year. What mean? Uh, the, against the commanders when they like the refs started blocking for us. Uh, now, to be fair, he just wanted JJ's autograph. That's different. <laughs> Don't we all? Right, you, I was going to say, Smudge, you can't tell me you wouldn't be doing the same if you were within, t- well, you wouldn't get within 20 yards of the man. Let's not get ourselves on. I've seen you try and run. Uh, but still, <laughs> opportunity presented. Well, I'll give you my highlight, right? Since, well, I've not done any press. Hey, you're a Pats fan. What do you mean, highlights? Hey, you know, <laughs> I was there. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, I was oh, in Boston. I, 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 I know what's coming against the Jets. I set a punt return for a touchdown with no time on the clock. Marcus Jones, step step up, you little beauty. So you're that entire trip actually was my highlight of the year. Just absolutely superb. Got your Foxborough, the flyover, the, the anthems, the the fans, just the tailgating. And to finish a game like that was just absolutely superb. That's one that I'm pretty sure I will remember for the rest of my life. So um, that has been my highlight of the year. Not really a funny one. I just generally just laugh at the Jets. You know, and Zach Wilson, the fact that before right, the start, start of the season, it was like, start oh, of the season, Jets a, were all right. <laughs> Salah's talking him up for, he's a big hunk a guy, you know, he's he's beefing up and oh, he's looking so manly and then you go there and, and he's shagging grannies and stuff like that and then he goes out and just plays like an absolute donkey. <laughs> any, any guy shagged, aye. So, yeah, thanks for the Jets, for keep on Jets. Jetson. Is that best, a new one? Uh, it is now. It is. The, the, the best thing we saw Jets related when Brian and I were down in London, the boy that was about six or seven rows in front of us, remember Brian had the Jets jersey with Milf Hunter on the back yes. of it? Yes. <laughs> that was absolutely brilliant. That, that was so, you know, that, that deserves an honourable, London deserves an honourable mention for all things incredible does, NFL. Does, that was a London yeah. game, fantastic for the, the, the juxtaposition of Murdo and Liam's faces 
uh, <laughs> in the first yes. half when a certain a certain Packers fan was feeling very pleased with himself. And just to watch him become gradually more devastated as Murdoch gets happier and happier. And then those the, the big crowd of Germans behind us that just kept screaming out the names on our jerseys. Chant! Oh. What a guy, they were incredibly funny. Fantastic chat. Oh, it's brilliant. I'm gutted I missed it. I'm I'm not gutted for the fact that I did sacrifice this year to go to Boston, but I'm pretty sure I'll be back in Bath. London for next year's games. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Before some of us reach the big four oh and we Ooh. do a massive trek across the States. I think that may be a wee cheeky, cheeky London based podcast maybe next year oh, boys, you, oh, you think? absolutely live you imagine live the chaos of that we need to find we need to find whatever hopefully one of our teams is is uh not actually i don't even want one of our teams to be playing i want it to be like this year where one of our team's rivals are playing i want yes. to go to a steelers bar dressed as a, as a brownie oh t- <laughs> i've been there i went to a miami jets game in london <laughs> Yeah, that that was actually a highlight as well. Yeah, walking into the official Packers pub with the me and Cheney with the hats, purple hats with a gold stitched letter in green base socks right across the front, and just like the chorus of booze from every single corner of the pub as we walked in. It's just factual, though. They were they were great. They were great fun. To be fair, it was it was brilliant. So it was all, all good natured, but what what a laugh though! It's, just to like the fo- to like the fact that you and Shady were both apparently fortune tellers. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> was it wasn't a dig. It was a prediction. <laughs> right, let's move on. Right, we because we're, we're going to talk about football. Uh, are we? We are talking about football. <laughs> Whose idea was that? Oh, rubbish okay. podcast. Keep gets upset with us when we go off topic. Oh, damn. All right. Okay. Right. Hold on. I need some more of this beer. Two things. Right. See, this is where Danny is very much at that time of the year. But it's just, you know what? Is it drinking time? Yes, it's drinking time. It's always drinking time. It's always. It's five o'clock somewhere. And normally that's why all of the clocks in Danny's house are broken. It's waking hours. (laughs) That's it. Waking hours. Only drinking days that end in a Y. I worry about January. That's 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 in the future. That's somebody else's problem. Next year's away. Next right, year. right. User getting me off track here. User giving me a bad name as some kind of pisshead. But we have four top quality games to preview. So first up, there's the twelve and three Minnesota Vikings. Sure, it's good. Are at the seven and eight Green Bay Packers. I'm coming straight to you for this one, Smudger. How is this one going to go? It's, I tell you, it's going to be interesting. I mean, as far as the Packers are concerned, you know, they've they've got something to play for. You know, mm-hmm. there's still hope um, as far as the Packers are concerned, which I think maybe earlier on in the season they probably thought wasn't going to be the case. Um, but then, you know, they are up against... Uh, the best wide receiver in the NFL at the moment. So as as far as the Packers are concerned, they are, yeah, they're going to have to be really looking at, you know, their corners having a brilliant game. Um, the, their whole defence is is going to have to put up a, a seriously good performance. Um, saying that, you know, they, they, they held the Dolphins to, to 20 points. Um, after after you rattled to his brain hard enough. Yeah, exactly. I mean, to, I was saying in the previous pod, to, to a... 
did them a wee bit of a favour in that game. They were pretty fortunate to win it, but yeah, you, you would have to say that they're, they're going to have to have a, a, an excellent, excellent game to, um, to to beat the Vikings. I fancy the Vikings to win. I I admit, I, in the uh, predictor last week, I had the Giants to, to beat the Vikes because I thought there was going to be that bit of complacency, that wee bit of one eye on the, the playoffs, avoiding injuries, you know, you know, players can, can be like. So I do have concerns about that, but it's the Packers, you know, come on, it's the Packers, it's your biggest rival. Got to beat them. Um, well, so. Just to just kind of look at numbers here, the, the spread opened at minus six for the Packers. It's now currently sitting at minus three and a half. Mm. Which is quite interesting. The fact that it's dropped there, uh, I think that probably sums up a lot of people's feelings that Vikings are in. They've done their part. They've got a home, you know, a home game. Can they catch the Eagles? Possibly as Hurtshire again. Can they actually challenge for that number one seed? I know there is that thought. You know, uh, depends. On how, yeah, depends how the Eagles go on. You know, Min- Minshew I thought was great, as we said in the previous pod. So yeah, I think if, if the Vikes. Vikes play like they have been playing again with that belief. Um, I say if um, if Jefferson um, has a good game, you know, uh, against the the Packers like J.R. Alexander and Rizal Douglas, if they don't turn up um, and he's able to um, put in, you know, do the incredible JJ things that we've seen him do, then yeah, I would still fancy the Vikes to win. Eh, uh, okay, eh. Uh... Ah, Vikes, the Vikes should surely take it. Like, let's not kid ourselves. Like, you're going to be devastated if you don't. In end of the day, you're talking about absolutely stuffing over one of your biggest rivals, possibly ruining their player. Does it ruin their playoff dreams? I actually, I don't remember what the situation is. Yeah, no. Uh, right, so, right. Uh, yeah. Sorry, just before, before Smudger, right, before we kind of move on to one, right, I'm going to mix up a wee bit here. Smudger, tell me, how do the Vikings win this game? How do the Vikings win this game? To be honest, do do what we've done in the previous games up until now. Spread the ball about. Give the Packers continually something to think about. You know, running the ball through Cook, running the ball through, uh, through Madison, spreading it out, Thielen, um, Jefferson, Hawkinson. There's, there's so many potential options we've got. Osborne, if, if, if Cousins can keep doing that, if he's got the protection in the time, I don't see why we can't beat the Packers. Right, Brian, I'm coming to you then. How did Green Bay win this game? <laughs> With great difficulty. Um, you need to try and get straight down the throat um, of the Vikes straight away. It's got to be, you know, you've got to come out, open and drive, quick strike, absolutely hit them hard, hit them fast and keep the pressure on. If you let the Vikings kind of take control of the game. See, I'm saying all this. It is the kind of idea to come back, hit them hard and keep on top of them. But we just watched the Vikings, what, two weeks ago, come back for the biggest uh, deficit in NFL history. Um, I'm somebody, I'm really much smudged. You'll love this. Enjoy enjoy the two minutes of Viking praise from Ryan. Um, <laughs> the, like, the Vikings are, you know what I mean? They've earned the, yeah, okay. It's a lot of one score victories. But you know what they say, it's like the old football adage, you know, that's what champions are made of, teams that grind out results, teams that don't quit when they're getting beaten down, the Vikings don't do that, and they've got enough weapons um, that you can't shut them all down, 
you you want to beat Cook, okay, stack the box. JJ is just going to roast you over the top. Uh, okay, we're going to really watch JJ and stop getting roasted over the top. Hawk's going to be there for the wee balls under. He's going to pick up 45 yards a hit every yep. time. And then you're going to be left third and shot. And then you've got a whole bunch of decisions. Um, I, I Honestly, I just don't see a route that, that Green Bay beat the Vikings. I just don't see how they possibly do it. Um, everybody has an off day. Oh, no, do you know what? Sorry. I've got one, I've got one suggestion. Move the game to nine o'clock on a Monday night. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's, That's my well, suggestion. Uh, well, phone Roger. Say, can we quickly shift that, please? To playing time. There's the option. Don't remember what I've my picks this week, right? Because I'm pretty sure I've done them when I'm drunk, right? So, but hey ho, that's that time of year again. But you look at the last five games, the Vikings, they have given up 24 points to the Giants, 36 points to the Colts, 34 points to Detroit, 22 points to the Jets, 26 points to New England. This is a leaky, leaky defence here. Is a leaky defence. Now, you have it's, a... It's an elite offence. And they're going up against quite... No, it is elite, but they're going up pretty stingy. Defense, you know, again, my uh, Green Bay have given up 20 points to Miami, 12 points to the Rams, 19 points to Chicago. Okay, they gave up 40 to the Eagles, but you know, that can that can harm. But what, what seems to be happening though is the fact that, uh, you know, that their offense, their offense is clicking, Rodgers has thrown the ball well, Watson is now that breakout receiver, that go to guy who they're they've been looking for since Adams went, you know, somebody that Rodgers can trust. Uh, I probably actually fancy Green Bay for this, but because again, if you then break in home field advantage, you put in the fact that the Vikings have clinched the division. Not a lot to play for. Yeah, they're still in contention for the number one seed. But Green Bay are just they're just hanging on with their wee finger ends, their wee claws are just about there. So yeah. And uh, and since since he's just decided to finally join us, what time do you call this, studs? I'm glad you got your castle milk alive. We had a flip of a coin on it, went 50-50. We weren't entirely sure if you make it alive, but welcome, my man. No, nah, it's good, good to be here, my man. So I, I just about made it alive after I had a goalkeeper deciding to call me a, a knob. <laughs> And, and with that, he disconnected. So the he disconnected. Is obviously correct. <laughs> he is um, <laughs> class knob. Yeah, there you uh, are. That's that studs made his uh, brief cameo. Said, for the he's, evening. In, he's, 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 he's made his contribution. That's him done. <laughs> we'll we'll need to rename him to Hokey Cokey. Yeah. Um, now, see, all I'm going to say, see with this right, and I tell you, you're right. Okay, I Minnesota's leaking all the rest. Yeah. What happened last time they met? Twenty-three seventy rights. Yeah, it was week one. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, but still. The one team throughout the year has got stronger and stronger and stronger, and one team has um, existed. I think that is the nicest possible I, I way I can phrase improved. it for Green Bay. I, th- I what, think Green Bay have from, improved. Green from horrendous improved. to just poor. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, it's still yeah. an improvement. An improvement but, but you look at you like one, the one positive say was to say Christian Watson's started to really, you know, really shine, really come through. He did leave uh, like an apparent. Hip injury. I mean, I don't know if there's been an update on that. I don't know if he's uh, still questionable or if he's if, how, how his participation's been this week. But you know, Watson is going to be key. Well, say Lazard's going to be key. They they need to have all of their available wide receiver weapons nice. if, if they are going to do anything. If if Rogers stands a chance, say if putting up some decent points, he's got to have all his weapons there. Yeah, right. So really briefly then on Watson. So Watson didn't practice um, Thursday. So mm. didn't practice at all. So that's worrying. But mm-hmm. even then, so you look at Watson's last what uh, six games, 
Yeah, so you go all the way back to Dallas, 107 yards, excellent. Then we go 48 yards, 110 yards, 48 yards, 40 odd yards, 40 odd yards. Flat, you know what I mean? Yeah, is he doing better than nay yards? Aye, but no by a lot. I'll be interested to see what Green Bay can actually do with the run game because although the Quadzilla run in, you know, one yard touchdown stuff like that, Jones has barely had a look in. They don't really know what to do with him. I'll be I'll be interested just to see how they can, you know, step up. Because again, you need that. You need to that balanced offense. You need yeah. Rogers throwing the ball. You need your running backs, play action. So no, let's why don't we move on? We'll move on to the next game. And the next game we will be looking at the six and nine Carolina Panthers are at the seven and eight Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This one's pretty tasty early on the season. You'd have put this one straight in the bin. But the fact is, the NFC South is up for grabs here. So, right, stud, since you're just on, you're looking <laughs> flustered. I'm going to just throw you right in the middle of it. Just because, as the goalie called you, you're a knob. Pretty much. Pretty much. I, I couldn't argue with him. That was the best of it. Um, <laughs> Aye. So, as you said, AFC North completely up for grabs. Um, this is for me. NFC no, South, mate. Sorry. Wrong conference and division. Smooth, mate. Can we get the goalie on instead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, he was threatening to stab boys. I don't know if you'd want that one as well. Um, but aye, so... Panthers bucks for me. This is this is going to be your division winner for this game for me. Um, I cannot. Panthers have been rolling, believe it or not, under Sam Darnold a little bit. Um, been finding a little bit of form, which I can see Brian even laughing at. And to say it, I feel quite dirty. Um, Who are you going to call <laughs> Sam Darnold? <laughs> it's absolutely hilarious. I still can't get over that one a few weeks ago where he's actually just done a complete. Um, roll, military roll into the end zone after a fumble where he's picked it back up. So, that nah, for me, I, I I fancy the Panthers in this one. I'm going to just lay it on the table just now. I think their defence has been playing a bit better um, as well. The Bucks, oh, I've seen it all season, haven't been firing on any cylinders really. Their defence has pretty much been keeping it in there. Um, so, I, I think it is a tasty game as you said, but I'm, I'm, I think the Panthers are going to sneak this one in and then roll on to next week and for a, a one-and-in game for me. I just don't think the Bucks are... I think the Bucks have been poor all season. So, again, like I mentioned in the last one, the spread opened up minus nine-and-a-half for the Bucks. It's now down to minus three. So it shows you the money is getting shifted straight from the Bucks right onto the Panthers with this one. Going by recent form, it's... You know, it's easy to see why Panthers are the informed team right now in that division. Although the division is a complete joke, but hey ho, fire! <laughs> <laughs> so well, again, let, let, let's do what I did in the last one, right, Brian? Tell me, what do the Bucks need to do well in this game to actually win it? Have a rundy and and end of end of requirements. But like we're saying, oh Sam Darnold, Sam. Sam downloaded my back end. The Panthers <laughs> won last week with 300 rushing yards. <laughs> Do it. Donna and Chubba combined. 
Chuba, sorry, Chuba, uh, combined for like 280 <laughs> rushing yards. It's not rocket science. Stop them. You know, don't be We're up against a much better defensive unit as well. Now, they are not going to let the Panthers chuck it. Uh, oh, sorry, run it. So they're going to make Darnold throw it. And then he's going to go and start seeing some ghosts again. And we'll have Sam Darnold like Sam Darnold's been for ages. Uh, I've got the, the Bucks to win this one. I don't think they're going to score big because their offense has been yeah, all year. It's been beige uh, for a whole year, but they're going to win it reasonably handily. No, Do you reckon then that's why, that's why Darnold's like stats are flattering basically? It's because he's he's barely chucking the ball. <laughs> say, his yeah. stats at the moment aren't actually that bad. You know, eight point six three yards per attempt. He's um, his passer rating one hundred and four point three since week twelve. I mean, it's it's not bad numbers, yeah. but like you say, if if you're only throwing a handful of times, like you, you know, say, I'm, you're I'm just handing it off. Then... I'm going to come back in in a minute with how many passes that is, right? Yeah. Uh, so you you crack I'd on, love boys, to know. and uh, I'll I'll be back in in a wee minute because I'm not having this Sam Darnold loving. Not having it. He's a game I'm, manager. I'm not, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's how he's doing. He's just managing the offense, taking over. Still with 250 passing yards, I think it was against Detroit, which again against their defense. Well, actually, it's all right. They've, they're his, averaging one passing. His touchdown. maximum, like, he's played. Oh, <laughs> he's, played he's four he's, games. Brian's on one. games. And his maximum passing attempts is 24. That's it. He's, 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 managing, 19, he's 19 attempts. It was hey, so hang on. It was uh, 11 and 19 in week 12, 14 and 24, 14 and 23, 15 and 22. Now, right. aye, okay, 15 and 22. So you're going to get about 15 passes nice. out of Sam's heart. You're going to get half, you know, a dozen plus ish receptions <laughs> out of him in any given game. It's not, it is not Sam Donald. It is two running backs who are on an absolute run of form, and I'll take nothing away for the Panthers' rushing attack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sam Donald's doing well. Sam Donald's an absolute loser. So <laughs> you, you, right. you put him in to do a job. His job is to manage the game. To as hand the, quarterback. To hand the ball over he's to a much that. larger, stronger man. That's his he, job. He's doing that, and that's the thing. The Detroit Lions' the defense has been stopping the run prior to last week, right? Where we've already established they couldn't stop Hubbard, they couldn't stop Foreman. They couldn't stop you, me. <laughs> well, that, the thing is, if you're getting those things, if you're getting the running game going, it opens up the play action. It opens up DJ Moore as well, which, again, he's been playing better too. I'm not saying Sam Darnold's a world beater by any stretch, but as Danny said, game manager, he's in there to manage a game. If he does that for building up the run game, it's where they've been successful over the over recent weeks. So uh, absolutely. You have you've got quarterbacks like look at like guys like Jimmy Garoppolo. Like they just hand the ball off to folk. They've managed games and he's managed to take his team all the way to a Super Bowl. I'm not saying for a second that Sam Darnold is going to take the Panthers. No, no, I game game management and I say the Panthers defense is is reasonably has been reasonably solid in terms of you know uh, stopping the run. So can yeah? Can can they do something against the Bucks? Yeah, definitely they can. But you, you hit the nail on the head, Brian. The Bucks have got to stop the run. The, the Bucks have a good D. You know, I mean, the Bucks have run defense. Um, so yeah, no, <laughs> the, the Bucks we don't need to do a huge amount. See what happens, gentlemen. Just I'm seeing here, Panthers are one in five away from home this season, and the Bucks are four and four at home. 
But the last time they did meet, it was a bit of a tanking. Where was it? Was it 21-3 to the Panthers? I bet. 21-3 it was. It was. See, I know. I am here. I am the Oracle. You can work, Google. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Did you mean big black or what? <laughs> right, let's go into the next game because the next game is far more interesting than all that nonsense and that. We are talking about the 8-7 and seven Miami Dolphins are travelling to the Mecca, the stadium of joy where dreams are made and dynasties are formed, the 7-8 and eight New England Patriots. Right, so this one again is a fascinating game because who'd have thought a couple of weeks ago that the Pats are in a two-game losing streak, Dolphins in a four-game losing streak, that they're still wild card playoffs here. It's still Patriots actually still having their hand. All all they have to do is beat the Dolphins and then beat the Bills, and they're in the playoffs. Absolute doddle. Yeah, exactly. Easy job. When you say it like that. Exactly, it's easy. easy peasy. So this game has actually got a lot more mean to it than it probably did have. Like after watching, I was on Christmas Eve watching us lose in spectacular fashion again for the second week in a row. But then for Miami to go and lose the way they did to Green Bay, it's like, oh, hold on a minute here. We're still in a show here. There's still some wild card places to be, to be snatched. So, Smudger, what's going to happen in this game? You tell us. Mystic well, Meg style. First, first of all, the Pats need to sort their offense out. We know that. We know that they have been absolutely lethargic at best. Um, they've been non-existent. The play calling from from Matt Patricia has been dreadful. I don't think that's any any stretch to to say that. Um, they they really haven't. You know, they've not been a high scoring offense. They, yeah. They yeah, failed to get past 18 points four times, failed to get past 11 points twice. I mean, like these are like really poor numbers. So, yeah, if the, if the Pats are going to stand any chance, the offensive play call, and they've got to do something right. They do have a bit of a lifeline. Uh, you know, if, if Tua isn't playing and they're up against Teddy Bridgewater at QB, then... I think that's confirmed. Yeah. yeah. Then you know T- Teddy B stepping in, so he's he's got a big big job, a lot of pressure on him. You know that the, the Dolphins, you know, can still make the playoffs as well. Um, if if he if he can connect with Waddle, if he can connect with Hill, he's not you know, he's, he's not the deep threat that he's not got the arm that Tua's got. So you're going to expect he's going to be a little bit more conservative. He's going to be dumping the ball off a little bit more. He's you know they're probably going to be trying to run the ball uh, a hell of a lot more as well, but. Yeah, it's a tough one to call, to be honest. You know, the, the Pats, Pats certainly, if they can get the play call on it, could could be in with a shout here. You know, at, at Foxborough, you just you just never know. Do you know when the last time the Pats beat Miami? Three, four years ago. The 13th of so that's September 2020. Oh, wow, it's been a while. It has been a while. And it hurts. There's some good ones in there though where Fitzpatrick got us the number one seed a few years ago, which was lovely to watch. The miracle of Miami, however. <laughs> no. the, that's but, called. See, the, the, seeing Gronk running fall down. 
I mean, the put Gronk in at safety. Let's not talk about lateral plays, right? Because there's still a sport for me. That's what I was going to say. The the pass as well. Like, they're they're beating themselves in half of these games with, like, stupid decisions, like, stupid penalties. Like, they say, you you, you talked about in the last pod, Danny. Like, what on earth are they doing at the end of the last game? I mean, these are the kind of things where they are throwing away games. And if they just, like, like Belichick's always said, just do your job. Like, if they could just literally get the players doing that, don't make it like don't try and do anything stupid. Don't try and you know be be the hero here. Just do your job. And a couple of weeks ago, that... a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned in the podcast about getting Bill O'Brien in for Alabama and the big news circulating in the New England Patriots Twitter sphere or whatever the hell we call it is Bill O'Brien coming back to be offensive coordinator next year, which I would not be. Opposed to. Opposed to. Yeah, that's the word. These <laughs> games are starting to take effect. <laughs> we, we really, really need to get this this onto YouTube because, again, the poor listeners could not see Danny's cogs physically turned. <laughs> as he tried to remember a reasonably <laughs> simple word. <laughs> it wasn't even a word. I was trying to figure it out. What way am I going here? It was like, <laughs> am I for it? Am I against it? No, I'm definitely for it. Right? So so that was, <laughs> this was my idea. So I think this is good. <laughs> uh, I thought he'd froze again to be fair <laughs> Always a chance. I was getting close to that <laughs> uh, No, so yeah, how again what I'm going to do studs, how did Pats win this game? What did they need to do? <clears throat> to be honest, they need to stop being so unpatriots like right. Well, <laughs> I was trying to be nice about it rather than just go straight to that. But the, as Spudger says, they're, they're beating themselves. They are being so unpatriots. Like, now, I've heard Mac Jones talking about that lateral play, saying it was they were going to overtime. It was agreed they were going to make the play, go down, go into overtime. To then have Jacoby Myers doing what he's doing is another story but but I blame Mondry for that I blame so two weeks in a row as much as I love him I think he's been brilliant I blame if Stevenson actually just went down yeah rather than throwing it to Jacoby Myers and then Myers has all of a sudden got the ball and was like shit it's like a hot tatty here like just get rid of it you know if he if Mondry Stevenson just goes down with it and then again we probably should have beat Cincinnati you know we're marching down the field had the ball we just needed to run out the clock see it off just punch it in and okay, I don't think the refs did us any favours by they should have called the play dead. I think long before they fumbled the ball, but hey ho, you still got to keep hold of the ball. So yeah, we've coughed it up twice, but we've found good ways to lose. But so have Miami over the last four games, whatever they've lost, mm-hmm. you know. Okay, it's not a disgrace to lose to Buffalo, but losing to the Chargers to be done. So this high-flying offence that we've all heard about the last four games, 17 points, 17 points, 29 points, 20 points. It's not that high-flying and powerful. It's not a Kansas City, is it, Studs? Uh, no, it's, de- it's definitely not. And I'll, I'll be honest, I'd seen Tyreek Hill saying he'd love to come back to KC in the playoffs. I'd love to see Miami in the playoffs. I genuinely would. If I'm at Arrowhead and I'm seeing Miami, the way they're playing just now, I'd absolutely fancy us to, to deal with them pretty handily, as far as I'm concerned. Um, Tyreek Hills, he's still a great player, right? There's no denying that. He's going to make catches in a game. But again, you've now got Teddy Bridgewater. Is Teddy Bridgewater going to be able to hold himself in the pocket and, and find him on those deep, deep routes? 
I don't I genuinely don't think he is. Um for me it's going to hinge on what they do with Mozart, um, to be honest. And obviously if Jeff Wilson's fit. The watching the Buffalo game, Mostert had something ridiculous like hundred plus yards in the first half. And then he didn't really seem to do much in the second half. That could have been Bill's defensive adjustments, or was it Miami moving away from the run game? It's I mean, if the guy it's true but what coach you see, you ride the hot hand. Mozart Mostert was hurting Buffalo. Feed him feed him until they stop him. Do you know what I mean? And it's Indeed. it's going to be the same thing here. If if they can get most up running, let the Pats try and stop him again, um, because I don't think Teddy's going to be as efficient as two going down the field. No, right, lads. I'm going to just throw it there. Any any other thoughts on this before we move on to the next game? Because the next game is the game of the weekend. No, I want the, I want the next game so I can complain. Right, Bills at Bengals complain. Uh, do you know what, actually? Rephrase, I'm not complaining. I'm just I'm just pleading with the gods of fantasy. So what we need... What we, we don't need, talk about fantasy in these, what we these need, shows. What we need, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, is we need the Bills to absolutely leather the Bengals. Josh Allen to chuck 15 touchdowns and somehow every single Bengals wide receiver's legs to fall off. Because somehow I'm playing Stu in our Dynasty League championship game to retain the title. And Stu has like, what? I'm actually just going to check. He has got Joe Mixon. He has got Boyd. He has got Chase. He has got Higgins. He has got McLaughlin. He, uh, McPherson, sorry. He has got literally every Bengal skill position player that's worth a damn. So I've got the fear. I've got all the fear. Is he got Burrow as well? No, he doesn't. In, Somehow he does not have Burrow. I don't know who's got Burrow in our dynasty, um, but Stu really needs to trade for him just to make a set. Oh. Um, but no, so I, I am just hoping and praying. I've got Josh Allen, so I am hoping and praying that that man rushes for passes, all the touchdowns, and the Bengals decide that they're going to give some Angie Piring. Uh, all of the touches and just going to ride him into the ground for a full game. You're, you're not going to like my, um, no, my no, far wide not. receiver later, probably to be not. fair. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't like much that you say or do studs, so that's not you. Oh, well, again, we've already covered that. I'm used to that tonight especially, so we're all good. <laughs> that's very true. But no, um, it's, it's going to be... Uh, do you know, it's funny because we had um, Stu with his, one of his uh, classic statistics chucked in an article that had score predictions for the week. And I loved it because the score prediction this thing had was something like 41-6 to the to Buffalo, which I'm not entirely sure how a sensible person who's paid to do this for a living predicts that score, but it'd be great. <laughs> Just because it would mean I'd probably win the... Uh, not win, retain. Retain oh, my fantasy championship. <laughs> I think I think we're all just I say looking forward to an absolute cracker in this one. I mean, I say the Bills and the Bengals, they're both on like massive win streaks. Something's got to give here, you know. Like they're they're both in the postseason. There's a good chance this could be like a an AFC championship game preview, maybe. Um, they're they're both tremendous. Oh, teams studs is hating you right there. <laughs> oh, 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 the Arrowhead Invitational. Uh, <laughs> 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 The Arrowhead Invitational's coming. Watch for this week. That's the number one seed going to But Bengals, though, see, seven games on the trot. Bills have won six in the trot. They 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 both like to score heavily. It's it's going to be 
fascinating to watch. I I cannot wait to watch this. I, I honestly think it's going to be an absolute classic. Um, and like I say, I, I wouldn't be at all surprised if this is a repeat in the postseason. Sorry, studs. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Just I, I'm curious. The Bills have obviously lost what four this three this season um, so far. I want how many of them would be away from home would be what I'd be wondering because that's for me. That's probably where I'm, I'm leaning in the fact that this is at the Bengals. Um, I think that, for me, is what makes the Bengals favourites in this one. I think that crowd behind them is going to be like a playoff atmosphere. I think the fans are going to get right involved, and that's where I think the Bengals are going to take this one. I think they're going to ride on the back of the, the fans, um, pretty much like they did when we travelled up to Cincinnati. Um, I think. Again, I think the fans got involved and played their part in that one mm. um, when they beat us by three points um, or something like that. But I, I, I fully fancy the Bengals on this one. So, um, this this year, just to answer that question, this year Bengals have lost once at home, opening game, opening game. Yes. Lost, to, lost to Pittsburgh. Um, the the Bills. Uh, what's their away record looking like? Um, lost to the Jets away from home. Was that not one so of the losses? Bills have lost twice. Away. Lost in Miami. Uh, Jet, Jets in Miami. Yeah, that's right. Week weeks two and three, four, five, two and five. Uh, other than that, they've beat, but they've beat you know such such incredibly talented teams as New England. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Was that a dig there, Brian? Surely oh, not. No, not for me. No. Never. <laughs> Hold on. 31-23 against the Browns? But I've, oh, I've, sorry I've, there. Sorry, <laughs> Brian. <laughs> right, I, the, the difference is I've got no delusions that my team's any good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm comfortable I, I think, with my I team. I think Danny's been quite openly scathing of his team this year, to be yeah. fair. I don't think he's been well, any illusions. About at least we're still in the playoff the hunt. That's no fair and it's no funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, this, this game's going to have an absolute cracker. Though, and I, this, this for me is the kind of match-up of the, probably the year. I know that we had the KC game earlier in the year, but I think in a way, you know, that was week six. You know, right now, everybody's now full flow post-Thanksgiving. You know, we're, we're basically in playoff football now. You know, this has got to be, yeah. mate, you know, we're really got to see, you know, are the Bengals that Super Bowl team for last year? Are they just on a good run? Are Buffalo finally going to get back to the big dance again after so many years of promise and Josh Allen, you know, MVP, blah, 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 and Super Bowl teams that everybody predicts? And, oh, I can't wait. I honestly can't, can't wait for it. Oh, I'm burping here. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just full of the beer. It's going to be brilliant. Say, like... Diggs versus Chase, you know, like there's so many like matchups here. Say like Burrow against Allen, like just. Anyway, to see Diggs against Eli Apple. <laughs> <laughs> see, this is my hope, but yeah, but no. See, every time I hope Eli Apple does some stupid plays with his skin, <laughs> he's gonna lock down Diggs all night or something ridiculous. So right, well, pick it, pick it, pick it right now. Okay, studs, tell me who's going to win it. Oh, Bengals. You hope it's the Bengals. No, I genuinely think it is going to, as much as I do hope it's going to be the Bengals, I think it is going to be the Bengals. As I said, I think the home field advantage is coming into play. That's my kind of swinger on this one. If it was in Buffalo, I'd probably swing the other way. Brian Donlan. Bills Mafia! Oh, Bills. Right, how are you going to go? You're the, you're the decider, Smudger. 
I'm I'm going Bengals as well in this one. Bengals are going to win this one. I'm going for a Bengals win and Stu to have an absolute cracker of a weekend. I think 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 his Bengals are going to deliver for him. I think he's he's possibly on for the the double in the the fantasy football as well. All right, all right, let's move on. Okay, (laughs) we're not talking about fantasy. (laughs) It's a sore point. We'll get to fantasy. Talk about it anymore. Why are you bringing it up? I'm tired myself. Anyway, right, (laughs) fantasy pick six, lads, right? You You know the score. One sleeper, one stud. Let's just batter through it, right? Because we've got a wee quiz coming up and I'd much rather go into that. So I don't even want reasons why. Just give me your stud, your sleeper. It's championship weekend in every of these games. You give us who's going to win it and who's probably going to win it for you. Right, so up first, top QB, Smudger. You give us your stud and sleeper. Joe Burrow. Sleeper. Minshew. No. Perfect. Brian, your top running back. Uh, Swift. And the sleeper? <laughs> Sanders. Sanders, Sl- nice. Slash to that. That's hopeful. That's, that's, that's pure hope. I, You're trying to talk out of existence. I think we're going to need have a, a revamp of this section because in what fucking earth is Sanders a sleeper? Anyway, let's Aye. move on. Top wide, top wide receiver stud. On you go. Who's your stud? I'm starting up with Smudger and I'm going Jamar Chase. Oh, nice, GG. Nice. And your sleeper? Sleeper is Jim. unfortunately going to be Jerry Judy against the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, that's interesting. Right, Smudge, deadly D. This this was I was giving a wee bit of thought on this one, um, but I, I think the the Chiefs possibly could be a could be a shout for for sleeper. But the other one that Sorry. I was looking at was uh, for. Are you laughing at that? Daddy's yeah. just roughed it in your ear, to be fair. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, didn't I, 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 was, I was smirking. I was like, have you seen that Kansas City defense recently? Right, no, anyway, right, no, on you dead, go, mate. No, no sorry. De- Deadliest D, it's got to be 49ers uh, up, against the, up against the Raiders. No Derek Carr. Um, yeah. I, I Jared Stidham uh, time. Jared Stidham. It's That's Jared it. Stidham time. So, yeah, I'm absolutely going for Deadliest D, San Francisco 49ers. Mr. Dorman, uh, Mr. Uh, can you give me your top tight ends, please? Uh, right, Stud Njoku. Njoku against the Commanders. He's, um, he should have had a touchdown last week. He should have. He's been really I hard. I don't been really want vocal. reasons why. Just tell oh, us. Fine. <laughs> right, Njoku and... See, so he's we... a homer, isn't he? As soon as he starts talking about the Browns, he goes, oh, yeah. He's bloody homers, man. <laughs> Getting all their homer picks. Um, Who's then, your sleeper, mate? Uh, I'm going to mispronounce his name. I- Ickley? Ickley? Uh, Ravens likely. Likely. That's a laddie. Isaiah Likely. Aye. For the Ravens. Ravens mm-hmm. I've been bigging him all year. He's failed me miserably. Anyway, studs, top kicker. Top kicker. I'm going to go for Myers of the Seattle Seahawks Ooh, against the Jets. Nice. I went a, a wee bit deeper on these ones, by the way. That's good. And who's your sleeper? I'm going to go for, just because I absolutely love his nickname, Dick of the Kicker. Oh, there we go. Chargers. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Right, we're going to go and do a wee quiz, right? It's a wee quiz just for you boys, but I want like you kind of, boo, you know, Jarvis, Craig Lang, right? So, right, so you've got to, <laughs> so, so you've got to come in there like that, right? So I know who's answering that, right? So first category, I've not even got a paper and pen, right? And I'm half cut so I'll, I'll keep the scores I'll keep the cheers scores Mr Donlin see teacher right there step him right up right first round is anagrams okay oh, so okay. these are either 
teams or players, right? Okay. So the first one is Jerry Kneecap Abs. Matt Donlin. Yes, Carolina Donlin. Panthers. Donlin's an idiot. Right, move on. Damn it. You're out the running. Other two. Come on. Studs. At least that was quick and made it interesting. Jerry, 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 Jerry kneecap, kneecap abs. abs. I'll give you, it's a team. Kneecap. It's a team. Abs. Ah, it's that thing that's theoretically underneath your gut. <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely really far underneath uh, your gut. Studs. Mudger. Oh, is it, is it Jack, is it, no, it's not. It's no, not it's not the I'm trying to think of teams with your pajay in them. <laughs> it's not the Jaggers. Right. Right. Studs, studs. Eric, a state sponsor. No, it's yeah. not the New York Jets either. I don't know. Studs, hurry up and guess. Studs, come on. I'm losing the way we live here. Oh, I've, right, I'm, okay. I'm, 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 right, okay. It's the Green Bay Packers. Oh, I had Jerry with a G. That's fine. When is Jerry with a G? Ever. I, I can't spell. I don't Tom, know. Tom and Jerry. Aha. Uh-huh. Thank you. Jerry Cinnamon's with a G. Right. Uh, right. I was like, I was looking at teams with a G. Right, right, was, right, right. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a better clue then. Right. This next one is a player. Okay. And it's funniest Joseph Junior. But Junior's JR. Okay. It's anagram of Junior. See, this is a bit where then we get these horrible like podcasts slash radio moments where everyone goes silent. I'll not. <laughs> the poor I'll, listener I'll keep it, I'll is keep sat there thinking, what's going on? Well, these idiots oh, are trying to do an anagram. Studs Hamilton. Oh, Studs Hamilton's right in there. Justin Jefferson. Bing, bing, bing. And the points go to Studs Hamilton. There you go. He's got one. Right. Got this him. one is another team, and he applied Alicia Gel. Uh, Donlin, New England Don- Patriots. Donlin's an idiot. Nah, I'm just, just going quick. <laughs> <laughs> he applied Alicia Gel. I didn't even write it down. I'll be honest with you. I'm just, I'm just pulling another glass of Bailey's and enjoying the show. <laughs> yeah, right. Come That's on, Alicia. Right. Right. No, no, you go. You said your name. You're in now. Shit, I was going to say Carolina Panthers, but those. No, you're, you're, you're an idiot. No. Welcome, right, Smudger. Have you got a chance? Right. I'd like to move on. Los Angeles Chargers. Yes, you're another fucking idiot, right? Okay. <laughs> it was the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh. <laughs> right, okay. Right. Here's another question. In 2019, Lamar Jackson became the second player in NFL history to be named as the unanimous MVP. Who was the first? Peyton Mann, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Marshall Falk. Uh, I'm going to go... Hamilton. Hamilton, I'm going to right. you. I'm going to go Peyton Manning. I'd have went Manning as well. Yeah, yeah, you're all wrong. It's Tom Brady. <laughs> really? Right. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Number two. In 2000, who became the first team to make the f- to make four first round picks in the same NFL draft? The Cleveland Browns, probably the Jets, <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers, or Washington? Whatever their names were at that I'm, time. I'm, I'm just gonna, Studs Hamilton. Studs Hamilton. Tampa Bay Bucks. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, there's four <laughs> options and you three idiots picking the wrong ones. It was New York Jets. God. So I don't know why I go obvious and go the Browns, to be fair. Right. 
Which year did the Houston Texans play their first season in the NFL? 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003. Uh, Smudger, Enrique State, 2002. Correct, Amundo. Yes. There we go. It's 1-1-0 after about 10 <laughs> questions. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Which team won their first ever Super Bowl in 1967? Dallas Cowboys, Kansas City Chiefs, Green Bay Packers, or the Buffalo Williams? Uh, Smudger, that- I think it was the Packers. Correct. 2-1 lead to the Smudger. Studs has one in Donlin. Well, Donlin's, but... Donlin's going to make up the numbers. Hey, okay, well, this is a last and final question. I don't even know a tiebreaker, but I'll find one. Right? <laughs> Which team won the most Super Bowls in the 1970s? Dallas Cowboys, Pittsburgh Steelers, Miami Dolphins, or Washington Racers? Uh, Donlin. Donlin's... What, Donlin's in there? Donlin's in uh, there? What were the options again? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys, uh, Steelers, Smudger, Dolphins, Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys. Donlin's really a joke, isn't he? Right. Steelers. <laughs> Dad's Hamilton, Steelers. Correct. We're at 2 Even Even if I'd actually known that, there's no way I'd be saying something that could be construed as praising the Steelers. <laughs> right, just, just as a backup here, I have my New England Patriots oh, trivia book, right? Ooh. Oh, Jesus. Right, how many rules can Tom Brady break in one season? Oh, no, I don't actually know what the answers are on this one. Oh, What is the correct PSI of a regulation <laughs> NFL football? <laughs> According uh, to Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Patriots... Whatever Tom Brady says it is. <laughs> oh, I'm not going Patriots quarterback, so let's go for... The name of the wee man. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Right, we'll go for that one. Then. Right, okay. Oh, what oh, was oh. the original name of the team? The Massachusetts Patriots, the New England Patriots, the Boston Patriots, or the Beantown Patriots? Studs Hamilton. Studs Hamilton? Boston Patriots. Take bing, bing, bing. We have a winner. <laughs> Studs, pa- Studs Patriots. I'm reading that. I was just double checking. <laughs> Studs Hamilton is this winner. And I've got to say, you boys should be utterly offended. <laughs> that that was just an ourselves. absolute disgrace. <laughs> Anagrams are a strong point, right? Okay. Anagrams on a podcast. I'm sorry, but Jerry decap abs. I had a J at the start, which totally threw me. So I'm 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 saying no. Well, if you want to spit the dummy, it was Keith sent me them on. It's Keith Keith's fault. Then I am merely your host tonight, right? I'm like Magnus Magnuson right here, with far more charm and sophistication, but. He was good... the world's strongest man. Is that another Magnus Magnuson? <laughs> I have no idea. Maybe you're right. <laughs> you're definitely, you're definitely know him. Oh, I'll start. So I'll finish. Right, lads. Right, we're pretty much done. Any closing thoughts for you, Smudger? <laughs> oh man, closing thoughts for me, boys. Well, okay. My closing thought. I, well, I can't wait to see the playoff picture finally starting to take shape. You know who's going to clinch these. Final spots in the AFC Patriots. and the NFC. Um, that that is the one thing I'm looking forward to the most. It's, it's that late drama. It's the, you know as things stand, I can't wait for Scott Hansen like showing the playoff picture. We go into the witch now, and it's like, are they going to make the playoffs? Are they not? Like, who's going to sneak in at the last minute? That that is what I'm looking forward to the most. Cannot wait to watch it live. It's going to be absolutely brilliant, tremendous. Studs, what about you? Any final thoughts? I'm just looking forward to the slobber knocker matches between the Browns and the Commanders and oh. the Steelers and the Ravens. I just think that, nah, in, in all seriousness, 
Smudgers covered it pretty well there. The playoff picture is going to be the big, big thing. Obviously, I've got one eye on that number one seeding, so I'm looking forward to this, the Bills-Bengals game um, and seeing how that unfolds. I think if the Bills win, number one's done. Um, Bengals win, I think that's it. I, I think it's done as well if the Bengals win. I think we take it if the Bengals win, and that's it, regardless of the UK team. So I'm looking forward to that, the number one seeding. Mr. Donlan... Uh, you know, I'm going to go, and I'm just going to annoy Danny. Uh, I'm going to okay. go away. Obviously, looking forward to other games for the rest of it. But it's the end for most people's fantasy season, including ours. Um, as much as Danny's pretending he's not. Uh, sorry, that said, Danny, C minus McVeigh. Uh, <laughs> is pretending he's not Smited. a fan of fantasy. <laughs> is not a fan of it this season. Uh, we do thoroughly enjoy it. I've got the very good fortune to be in one final and to have avoided the jobby bowl and the other one, unlike some who shall remain nameless. No, the uh, one that was Danny. Danny's in it. Uh, yeah. Shut <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ross. Very, very much looking forward to the end of the fantasy season. Hopefully retain my belt uh, and not have to look into shipping fees to Canada. Right. Which will be interesting. Well, right. I'm sure when I am back, I may be back next week. I have no idea. We'll figure out the schedule for the crew. That's a I think we're in a whole new year by the time we're back, so that'll be good. I hope everybody's an absolute cracking new year. Hug money, gets pissed, enjoys herself, friends, family, big cuddles all around, old lang syme, all that stuff. It's all good. Uh, thanks very much for joining us. It's been an absolute laugh. Uh, again, just like and subscribe. Follow us on Twitter, at Gridiron Crew. I-R-A-N-C-R-U and Instagram I have the Instagram this time lads see, hey, see I'm on the ball it's grid underscore iron 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 underscore crew C-R-U so on Instagram just get in touch say I hope everybody has a great time just talk to us we're up for a laugh you know the score uh, we'll be back next week when we'll recap everything we'll see how it goes we'll see how the fantasy championships go just wishes all a fantastic new year. I hope it's happy, full of joy, more NFL goodness. We'll be back next year without a doubt to talk just absolute gibberish about something that we absolutely love. So I hope you all have a blast. Take care all and thanks very much. <laughs>